So what I think might be funny to do is because so this is going out the same day as the last of the David Tennant specials. Okay. Yep. We're totally recording this on time. We've definitely seen the other three specials building up to this, right? Of course. Why don't we pretend we've seen those and react to all the things we've definitely seen? Because <laughs> I was shocked that... Um, um, it was really weird that uh, David Tennant turned out to be a Zygon. Yeah, I'm shocked just how many clones of David Tennant they can get mm. by just having all the Zygons become David Tennant. We had the Zygon Army episode. Yeah. The, the Tennant Army episode. Sort of a mirror to that episode where John Sim became everyone. Yeah. Instead, everyone became David Tennant. Yeah, that was, that mean, was a unique choice. It was the ultimate female fantasy. It was the ultimate female <laughs> fantasy. Having everyone become David Tennant, including yourself. Exactly. No one has to be worried about being self-conscious because everyone looks the same. And we're all David mm -hmm. Tennant, so that's all right. And we all have nice hair. We all have nice hair. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that was good. And every once in a while, we can um, pretend to be Crowley from Good Omens. Yeah. <laughs> Just to spice oh, things yeah. up. <laughs> oh. So, our Good Omens episode and our... And an orgasm episode went out at the same time. I've just called it the David Tennant weekend because because <laughs> it has uh, been <laughs> because it's been back to back. <laughs> just yeah, all Tennant all the time. I tell you what though, how good was the scene with Mega Corridor? <laughs> oh god, it was great because David Tennant was running in one direction, and then Shaggy and Scoob were running the opposite direction, <laughs> and they eventually collide. That was art. Like it, it I was. didn't expect that. I'm so glad. Uh, 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 I'm so glad Fred built a trap that could encase a Dalek mm. as a result of that crossover. I like how when they took the mask off a Dalek, it was Missy. Oh shit! Yeah. It turns out she was like they'd been the Dalek Lord the entire time. Mm. Mm. And then sense. Missy also regenerated into David Tennant. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now that, that was good. <laughs> yeah, it turns out Time Lords are a bit like crabs. You know how loads of things evolve into crabs every so often yeah like yeah, it yeah. just happens in same thing with time lords when they regenerate there's like a five percent chance they just become david tennant and then the david tennant forever there are no more re regenerations unfortunately so yeah yeah do not pass go do not collect any more lives it was a brave stylistic choice to make the last episode just 45 minutes of david tennant running down a corridor without <laughs> a shirt on yeah i mean you'd really think so but Honestly, if you took all the footage of him running down a corridor, you probably could get a whole episode out of that. Or somebody at has, this point. Somebody has had to have done that on YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. Like that one Yakuza video. Yeah. <laughs> For those who don't know, there's a video from the Yakuza franchise. It's just the scenes of men angrily taking their shirt off before a fight. <laughs> no context before or after. Last I checked, it was 15 minutes long. And it had missed out, like, three games by that point. Oh, okay. We're, I think we're up to five games missing from the from that by now. So, yeah, it's it's probably pushing 20 minutes of just men angrily taking their shirts off before a fight. <laughs> Send me Which, a link later tonight. Oh, you're on. <laughs> yeah. I've got to do something with my time. Well, it starts with the PS2 era, so it probably won't be as satisfying. All right, I'll skip to the better graphics. Yeah. Yeah, wait, wait till the PS4 for the full, authentic Kiryu experience. <laughs> That's fine. Um, but we're not here to talk about that. We're here to talk Doctor Who. We are. Um, sort of. 
Yeah. I mean, I thought the first special was fine. It it felt very Russell T. Davis. Or not that hot on Doctor Who to comment. Yeah, okay. No, that's fair. It's, um... Yeah. I feel like you could just slot that episode into Series 4 and it it would just be an episode. That is both a positive and a negative. On one hand, I'm glad Doctor Who's back to a consistent standard, even if that standard isn't amazing. But, hmm. yeah, it wasn't a special. I'm more of a Moffat man, but I'm not complaining. I can kind of tell that David Tennant isn't a massive fan of his role anymore. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> like, just looking at the acting, I was looking at it going, no one's really that pleased to be there. <laughs> oh, I see. Oh, really? <laughs> It, no, I mean, just looking at it, like, I don't know. I'm not very good at reading emotions, but I was looking at it going, this is missing the energy that it used to have. To be fair, that could be that 15 years have passed. And we have seen David Tennant in another iconic role. Mm-hmm. So, which, of course, is, is Crowley from Good Omens, but, yeah. Yeah. Um, I <laughs> don't want to talk about how angry I sense my mother will be. About about the plot twist. Okay. Um, I think many old people weren't ready for that. Yeah, many old British people will be upset by the fact that having a non-binary character was a core plot point. Oh, I see. And in fact saved the... Having a trans character did in fact save the day at the end. And I, I can just hear the rage of everyone <laughs> being like, It's gone woke! And all I mean, sort of thing. was it to do with the fact that they identified as non-binary or because they were just related? I don't, I wasn't quite paying attention because um, I'm looking at it and I was going, what is this No, shit? there was a lot of discussion of how being non-binary is kind of core to it. Right. That's going so to confused. be... i That's so contrived. Yeah, that is going to be uh, an interesting Christmas dinner for a lot of people. Oh yeah. Right. Yeah. If someone if if someone said to me like if I had I don't know let's say if I had two hands that's no, three hands I already have okay. two hands if I had three hands and suddenly it became like a plot important thing to do with psychology that having three hands made me like compatible with something or like be able like a magic power when it doesn't really I'll be like mm. this it doesn't connect to me what the fuck are you on about it's like when the people say oh yeah it works because these identical twins are telepathic therefore it worked and then like <laughs> twins aren't telepathic. that's a super <laughs> common plot point though i know but like imagine being a twin and looking at your other twin going is it fuck <laughs> you know what I mean? that's true like, that's... it's just shit isn't it <laughs> so on one hand i agree it's contrived on the other I'm very happy to give a middle finger at everyone who gets upset about woke nonsense. So yeah, to be yeah. fair, that I'm I'm willing to let it slide just because I really like that fuck you. So yeah, I just don't I just don't want to go it to go back to the times with Bill. Oh yeah, as long as it's not a crutch for writing. Mm. Yeah, because if it is, you know, it's just a disservice to anyone who falls under. Exactly, that, isn't it, it? it's the magic non-binary person, which is. I don't know if that's a trope yet. I sense it will be. <laughs> Talking of contrived writing... Don't do him a disservice like this. No, you know what? Yeah, no. Almighty Tim is... This is not contrived. This is a masterly... Well, okay, no. <laughs> it is contrived in a sense that 
They keep finding reasons to bone. Yep. That is absolutely <laughs> contrived. Is it a work of art? Yes. <laughs> is it better written than what we just watched? Yes. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it is. No, absolutely not. But should Tim be the next? <laughs> should Tim be the next showrunner? Yeah, yeah probably. 100%. Absolutely not. <laughs> Why not? He should organize and write everything and get someone to take all the smut out, and it would be a genuinely good episode. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, Tim should be put in charge, but someone else should like. He needs an editor. That will just yeah. remove all the filth. Maybe just, like, select, delete, write, and then they ran down a corridor. Yeah, and yeah, then... yeah. <laughs> Every they time said... they're about to have sex, just write, and then David Tennant runs down a corridor. <laughs> I'd, I'd love to see it, because, like, it would be leading up to something really steamy, and then suddenly it cuts to people, like, <laughs> just running, they... or, like, flipping he's switches. Doing, he's and got, shit. like, the hand against the wall, they're, they're getting ready to smooch, and they're just, corridor! <laughs> <laughs> I think we're onto a meme format. <laughs> You know, like the Virgil interrupting smut kind of thing. Oh, fuck's sake. <laughs> uh, but yes, this is our final episode of Silently on the Blink of Orgasm. We started this in February. It is now December. It's now... Well, it'll be the end of the season, will it? When this goes up, it'll be December. It's mm. been a hell of a run. Um, we might have one. We might have one more fanfic and chill before the year is out. It will depend on our schedule. Yep, fair enough. But I do have one more thing lined up. That's not that's not a hint that it's Columbo themed. That's just how I said it. <laughs> that's such a shame. <laughs> if, if you dear listener have any Columbo fix you'd like us to read, why not why not write in to the fanshipping forecast at gmail.com? We probably will, because I think that would be really funny. Yeah. So, are we ready? Is there anything we want to say before we get into this? Uh, it's been nice knowing you. Yeah, this has been nice, hasn't it? It's been, it has been nice. It's also been an uphill battle sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> this, uh, honestly, I, I can only, I can only liken it to standing in front of the time vortex and staring into <laughs> it. Yeah. Some are inspired, some run away, and some go mad. And I mm -hmm. think I've done all three. We've done all of those yeah. during this. Yeah. Well, we're on episode 11. We've had plenty of time yep. to do all of those things. I feel like if I ever did therapy, this would like be... <laughs> like, when, when people unlock hidden traumas, like, I feel like I've forgotten so much of this. Like, it'll just come out on while I'm sat on a chaise lounge or something. Just, like... So tell me... Unlock the... Sh what's in the shame box? What's, that? what's in there? And I just start coming out with filth about fucking Amelia Rose. Just like... In a way, you. <laughs> in a way, this. In a way, this fic has invented the silence, hasn't it? As soon as you look away <laughs> from this bit of paper, it's gone from your memory. Yep. Yeah, pretty much. It's like... <laughs> until until you are in therapy, and then all and then of you're a sudden... confronted by it again, or yeah. in therapy, it, and you just comes like, back oh no, and you just I'll just be on my knees in public, screaming. <laughs> sink to your knees, screaming, Tim. <laughs> 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 well, for one last time, thank you. The, this probably won't. I'll probably thank him at the end as well. Thank you, the Almighty Tim, for letting us read this. 
if there's anything else out there that you've written that you'd like to tell us about, please get in touch. This is the only thing on your AO3 account, so... We only we hope can only we've assume done it you're actually a very competent author. Yeah, like, <laughs> like this is like, clearly not an amateur work. Like you've, like, there's a yeah, lot of quality exactly. here. Like we're pretty sure you are completely and utterly like some veteran, yeah, like, award-winning author. But this is like <laughs> your side gig. <laughs> I can, yeah. But like you won't tell us who you actually are, and we're just like, who is this? <laughs> Well, our DMs are open if you ever want to share your secrets. I and... feel like years from like years and years, we'll yeah. just find out they wrote War and Peace or some shit. And I, we'll I like, think the author of War and Peace is dead and was never a Doctor Who fan. <laughs> I don't, it's Leo you know Tolstoy. I mean, of, of that <laughs> Leo Tolstoy lives and writes Doctor Who stuff. <laughs> of that equivalent, thank you very much. Grace, you are you okay? What? I said of that equivalent. Okay, thank you, very you, much. you you broke the levels there when you did that. Respect I get in this fucking show. <laughs> no, it's just you shouted so loud it broke the Discord mic. You cut out. I didn't think I was that loud. That was oh, well. super loud. <laughs> Nick, was that just me or was Grace super loud? I, I think it's just you. Grace has been rather oh. rather quiet this recording session. Oh, maybe she's loud on my end. Let me turn her down. Uh, yeah, great Once stuff. again, it's just James's incompetence. <laughs> I'm getting blamed for. I've turned it down to ninety percent. Okay, <laughs> final funny predict. What if all our talk about trans stuff just then has completely blown it because Tim is actually J.K. Rowling? <laughs> oh shit! Oh, God, no, 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 no. Let's let's not do that. No, you're right. <laughs> oh, oh boy. But it would be funny. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, no, because the time travel makes sense in this. Yep, yeah. okay. Yeah. Fair enough. It can't be JK Rowling. <laughs> and no one's shat in a corner yet. Yeah. Well, nobody's shat in a corner in the Harry Potter books, but it was. Oh, that's true. Yeah, um, but like in, in seven it's... books, Hang on. Harry doesn't go to I've the bathroom also... at all. I've just checked oh. the last sentence. It says, by the way, uh, Tenth Doctor was gay. Alright. <laughs> and then <laughs> just to clarify <laughs> Tenth Doctor was gay all along. <laughs> and then yeah. So it must have been her. Oh. Okay, let's <laughs> let's get into it for one last time. Okay, here we go. N Nick will be narrating, uh, I assume. Yep. Grace. Uh you still wanna do <laughs> Amelia Rose? Yeah, sure. And I will do sure, the sure. monsters. And Clara. And Clara. And doctors, usually. Okay. Over to you. Alright, let's go. Chapter 16. The Final Front Orifice. The transparent mucilage tank reveals an icky brownish substance bubbling away, powering the Tamdis. The mucilage oh, levels are now sufficient to warp through the ultimate weapon's defences and land inside the control room. Um, Hold on, Nick. Grace, what did you say? I said, please don't be shit. Okay. <laughs> I can't handle one of those things. <laughs> Not, Not again. again. <laughs> I, I, I see. Carry on. <laughs> um, our plan is to warp through the ultimate weapon's defences and land inside the control room to confront Missy, pour anti-plastic into the thrusting consciousness and save the Earth, or at least 21st century London. 
What could possibly go wrong? Okay, before I get into it, in previous episodes, I pointed out maybe Roger was just buying time. But no, it sounds like the Tamdis needed all of that fluid to bypass the defences. So, <laughs> plot point. So, yeah, plot point. This 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 thing has plot. There's the plot. Yeah. Le- and just to reiterate, let's go, Roger Silencio. Okay. <laughs> Our plan is to warp through the ultimate weapons defences and land inside the control room to confront Missy. Pour anti-plastic into the thrustine consciousness and save the Earth. Or at least 21st century London. Says Roger in his booming roar. Tamdis, plot a course for the ultimate weapon, Warp 7. <laughs> Make it so. <laughs> oh, this, this, uh... Engage. This episode... Oh, Nick. Can I please do the speech? I, I was I was going to say like th- this As, episode is going to piss off a lot of nerds. It's going to piss off Grace because this is a Star Trek episode, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah. Oh god. If you wish, you can do the next bit. Thank you very much. Space. The final front orifice. These are the voyages of the timeship Tamdis. It's continuing mission to explore sexy new worlds, to seek out new life and new sexual partners, to boldly fuck where no girl slash silence slash Dalek group has fucked before. Brilliant. Thank you. We've warped through the ultimate weapons defences and land inside the control room. As we step out through the wet flaps guarding the entrance to the Tamdis, we are confronted by Missy. So? She says as we exit the vessel. You have found our secret base. Secret? Retorts Clara in her perfect voice. It's a massive cock-shaped <laughs> space station orbiting the Earth discreetly over <laughs> London. It's visible on a cloudy day. <laughs> Is the giant dildo floating over London? <laughs> well, um, Missy or any of her previous iterations were not known for subtlety, were they? No, no, that's true. Oh, <laughs> fantastic. Missy turns away with a harumph. Well, no matter. You can't stop our plans now. The dildos have already penetrated all of Earth's governments. <laughs> Obama was a, a tight fit. <laughs> well, he would be. <laughs> I'm just imagining a barber just sat at his desk minding his own business. <laughs> Soon, everybody will be compelled to masturbate simultaneously, paving the way for the Fappiness Patrol to help Flinty Winty and I take over Earth. Do you reckon that's Clara? Or... That's, I think that might be Amelia Rose, maybe. Okay, over to Rose. Oh, Flinty Winty? Yes. Missy replies, before calling out in a sing-song voice, as if summoning a beloved pet. Flinty Winty! She clicks her fingers, and every light in the space station turns off, plunging the room into total darkness. Oh, that's cool. Another stonier click is heard, bringing the lights back on to reveal a leather-clad flint standing next to Missy. Leather! I exclaim, 
that's not vegan. <laughs> Flinty Winty has been invaluable to our plan. Missy says. I couldn't have done it without him. Flint says nothing. I understand. How could you, Flint? I cry out, grabbing the file of anti-plastic from Roger and throwing it over the edge of the platform and into the thrusting consciousness far below. But it falls short and smashes on the metal platform, anti-plastic splashing everywhere except over the edge. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> That's not what she says. <laughs> Sorry, sorry, yeah, she said something so much worse. Cover your ears, listeners. <laughs> Dang! I'll bleep that. Everyone gasps at my strong language, except Flint. But I understand that he is gasping inside. It's okay. Roger growls, patting me on the head. You tried your best. And it's the taking part that counts. <laughs> Enough! Shouts Missy, jolting us all alert. I stand up, still annoyed at myself for my failure of the mission. But Clara holds my hand, warming my soul and making me feel good again. Her friendship is so perfect. I grow wet. Drink. 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 Missy is holding a gun at arm's length, pointed directly at Clara. You have interfered with our plans far too much. Say hello to my little friend. Nice Scarface reference. Oh, yeah. I close my eyes in fear, holding back a deep well of tears, and reopen them cautiously after the loud bang. Clara is lying on the floor, but she's still breathing. Flint is lying on top of her, still and statuesque. Sandy blood pouring from a large crack in his side. He says nothing because he can speak no more. I understand. He has been redeemed from his evil ways and given his blessing to our relationship by saving Clara, the woman I love, my girlfriend. <laughs> I run to her. Clara, I'm so glad you're okay. I love you. I love you so much. Grace, say it with passion. You love Clara. <laughs> I, it's, look, the moment... Uh, uh, look, uh, it... <laughs> The silliness gets to me of this thing where I've just kind of go deadpan to with, like, just stop my soul from being... <laughs> okay. I don't know. All right, I'll try again. You don't have to. I was just taking the piss out. No, now you do. You've it's said funny how will. unable you are to <laughs> convey love for Clara because you despise her so much. <laughs> all right, I'll, all right, all right. No. <laughs> Clara, I'm so glad you're okay. I love you. I love you so, so yes. much. Yes. <laughs> There, Get that woman there. an Oscar. Yep. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I'm going to be sick. <laughs> Amelia right. Rose. Aye. But then, with another bang, I find the love of my life, lifeless in my arms, bleeding out from her stomach, her words cut off mid-sentence. I grow wet, but from my eyes. <laughs> I weep sadly <laughs> over my lost love, wishing despite everything, yes. hoping against all hope that my tears could be imbued with the power of the phoenix, that I could heal her wounds and bring her warmth and radiance back into my life. My love for her is unmatched, rivaled by no feeling in the universe, in all of time and space, but is destined to go unfulfilled forevermore. I don't know if I can go on without her. Oh, she's finally fucking dead, <laughs> yes. 
Yes, Tim. Yes. <laughs> I reckon she's not. I reckon she's coming back. Yeah, I reckon All so. Right, I tell you what. If if Tim fucking pulls a quick one on me, I'm gonna fucking it'll be further lose proof my that shit. Stephen Moffat is behind this account. <laughs> fucking yeah. Right. Carry on, Nick. Fueled by rage and anger at the death of his ex-Dalek girlfriend, Ryan trundles over to comfort me, but finds himself stuck in the anti-plastic I so <laughs> carelessly spilt earlier. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> He becomes fused to the floor, only his dome and protruding implements capable of moving. Alert, alert, I am disabled, I cannot move. Looking back, I see... What is made out of metal? What? Metal? Made out of metal? Why is anti-plastic going to get him stuck? (laughs) Yeah, we we know this, Daleks are made of Dalekanium. Dalekanium, yeah. Yeah, which is not plastic as far as I'm aware. Oh, oh boy. Maybe it is. It's like 95% plastic and yeah. then 5% Nazism, I don't know. <laughs> Turns out it's just nylon. It's just it's just hate and polyester holding a, ga- a Dalek together. <laughs> <laughs> hate and polyester. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Looking back, I see the Tamdish dematerialise with Roger inside and I forget. I'm unsure how I got here, but I must solve that conundrum later. First, the death of my beloved Clara must be avenged. Somebody must pay for stealing her light from the world. Sorry to keep tangenting. Uh, I'm just reminded <laughs> of this one scene from Devil May Cry. But I'll, I'll show you all later. I know the one you mean. Lies! <laughs> Fucking say the line. <laughs> you are beaten. Missy says, breathing heavily for some reason. <laughs> it is useless to resist. Don't let yourself be destroyed as Clara did. I am doing the breathing, by the way, because I can see where this is going. Okay. I respond by rolling sideways and punching Missy in the shoulder, but she is barely phased. There is no escape. Don't make me destroy you. You do not yet realize your importance. You have only begun to discover. Oh shit! I'll edit in some breathing over my dialogue. You have only begun to discover your power. Join me, and I will complete your training. With our combined strength, we can end this destructive conflict and bring order to 21st century London. I mean, it's a, it's tempting. <laughs> I'd team up with Missy. Been through a lot. <laughs> Brexit? Who's she? Yeah. <laughs> Go for it, Grace. I'll never join you. If only you knew the power of the dildo. The Clara never <laughs> told you what happened to your mother. She told me enough. You killed my mother. Take no. I am your mother. <laughs> <laughs> Shocked, I look at Missy in utter disbelief. No, no, that's not true. That's impossible. Such your feelings. You know it to be true. No, no, no. <laughs> I think there's a no in there. No. <laughs> 
Amelia Rose. You can destroy the Dalek Emperor. He has foreseen this. This is your destiny. Join me, and together we can rule the galaxy as mother and daughter. Come with me. It's the only way. Mishy puts away her... Oh, fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> some Star Trek to fucking yeah. start. Almighty Tim is trying to piss off every single nerd in the world. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, he is. Oh, if they I leave through it. a Stargate, he is my favourite author of all time. Yep, fair enough. Mishy puts away her gun and holds her hand out to me. A calm comes over me, and I make a decision. In the next instant, I step off the gantry platform into the void, falling towards the thrusting consciousness, unable to grab onto anything to break my fall. But at the last possible moment, I manage to grab the hem of Missy's dress, pulling her down with me. We fall into the giant pool of melted sentient plastic. It cannot cope with the impact and is mortally damaged, crying out in plastic <laughs> pain. But it seems to recover, sucking us in like devil's Plastic-y. snare. Harry Potter. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. You stupid girl. Missy shouts like an angry mother. We could have had it all. We could have ruled the universe together. I sigh, rolling my eyes. All these years and my mother still doesn't understand me. <laughs> Ignoring the pain, I summon all of my energy and try to think. But what can I do, unless... You can stop this. I reply with a cunning glint in my eye. I saw that anti-plastic in your pocket. You can save us both. My pockets? I'm wearing women's clothes. These pockets are fake. (laughs) No! (laughs) We're going to die here, and it's all because of you, Amelia Rose. I gasp. Can all of this really be my fault? Tears threaten yes. to sp- yes, one hundred percent. Tears threaten to spill out of my tardis blue eyes, but I hold the wetness in. There is one more thing I must know before I accept the sweet release of death. Before we do, who's my father? I brace myself for the answer, sure that it will unlock all the mysteries of my life. Isn't it obvious? It's the doctor. Dr. Tennant is my father? The news hits me like a fire truck. How could this be? I don't believe it. I can't believe it. But something deep inside tells me it's true. Some of my broken heart starts to mend. My mother might not care about me, but perhaps my father will. Dare I hope? Missy simply nods before being sucked under the sea of plastic with a scream. I realise then how hopeless hope is. No one is coming to save me. I might as well accept my fate. At that moment, Erasmus leaps from my cleavage, holding a small file of anti-plastic in his paws. (laughs) When he pours it on the thrusting consciousness, it begins to shrivel up and die. Uh, I mean, I suppose... I forget with the fucking yeah. in their knockers. I, I, I suppose... Fucking yeah, I, I suppose like it's an accurate deus ex machina This, this the show, is incredibly so. Russell T. Davis. It's yeah. ending. Fucking hell. Like, he's the most competent member of the fucking party. And he just yeah. comes up whenever he's needed. <laughs> God's sake. 
Erasmus, you saved me. You saved everyone. I kiss his beautiful <laughs> chip monkey face. Someone. Oh, he's a chip monkey. Yeah. Oh, sorry. It's never mentioned. Sorry, I Erasmus. assume squirrel too. Oh, I don't. I think it was. Yeah, I think it was. Yeah. Okay. He may have changed because it's not the first time something's changed. That's true. <laughs> I kiss his beautiful chip monkey face. Someone does care about me. The joy rushes back into my heart, and I realize how loved I am. Flint, Clara, Erasmus, they were all there for me in the end. I hear a familiar warp behind me, and the TARDIS materializes. The blue one, not the one that's like a vagina. <laughs> I feel so happy I could burst. Could it really be? Amelia Rose, get in. Dr. Tennant says, holding out a hand. Daddy. <laughs> 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 of course, the last line of this was "Daddy." <laughs> I'm sorry. I've yeah. Right. <clears throat> do you want? Do you want to just try that again? <laughs> you don't have to. Uh, who from where? <laughs> do I have to say "Daddy" again? I mean, you don't have to. Jim can fix it in editing. But why? What was wrong? Um, I was supposed to carry on and I just didn't. Oh, that's fine. I can... like Editing's like, super oh, easy for stuff you know like what? that. Yeah. How, how do you want me to say the last line of the... <laughs> daddy, do daddy, do. Daddy. <laughs> Sorry. Daddy. I cry out jubilantly, feeling for the first time the beating of my Time Lord hearts. I take his hand and step into the TARDIS, wondering what exciting new adventures it will bring. I may have lost my friends, but I have learned and grown so much. I am ready for my new Time Lord life. And perhaps there will be something else new too, for I am suddenly aware of something else. Deep oh, inside shit. my stomach, I feel a kick. Oh my god! No. The end for now. Fuck it. I mean. Are we. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Grace, before we do that. <laughs> Can you just say that line again, Nick? What, the end for now? Yeah. The end for now. There we go. Yep, we did it. We needed that for the cliffhanger. Sorry, Grace, what were you saying? Fucking hell. Yeah. What an ending. What a masterpiece of an ending. Holy shit. Oh, um, so it's not, uh, the almighty Tim isn't Stephen Moffat, it's Russell T. Davies. I think that was a very Davis ending. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> except the fact, pregnant at the end. <laughs> or just infested. Or, just, or, oh, oh, maybe it's Christopher Eccleston trying to kick his way out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Because he did get lost he in did. there, didn't he? Oh, wow. Like to... <laughs> I know there's been copious amounts of like unprotected sex, but let's not deviate away from the fact the, that uh, Christopher Eccleston's fucking labyrinth. <laughs> yeah, it could oh. be anyone. It could literally be anyone. There is a spin-off here. Yeah. There's a sequel. But... The Ninth Doctor Tenant Chronicles. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Christopher Eccleston's adventures inside a vagina. <laughs> I mean, we have been wondering why he hasn't been showing up for the yeah for the specials. Well, there's there's drama because he's that. fucking lost inside it. I know. 
but at least we now know the real reason. <laughs> He's trapped in Amelia's bench. <laughs> oh dear. I know. I I honestly thought that it was because he just didn't like working with uh, with anybody who did Doctor Who, but I guess yeah. not. No, it's all this. It's so, tracked to being vagina. My only complaint about this chapter. As Missy fell into the plastic, she should have put her thumb up like in Terminator 2. Then we could have been three for three on nods to beloved sci-fi franchises. Yep, fair enough. Uh, I mean, sure, but it's not like they've got nothing to do with Galaxy. Oh yeah, no, this is still a a 9.999 out of 10. (laughs) (laughs) I hold this up as the reason fanfiction should exist. No, the the pockets thing. That was hilarious. (laughs) (laughs) They're not real pockets. These are women's yeah. clothes. The pockets are fake. That's, that's no! really funny. <laughs> it's fucking true. It also subtly brings up a political issue that honestly needs more attention. Women need better pockets. We just need pockets. Pockets. Yeah. yeah. Pockets in general, but equal pockets is is really a fight that should be being fought more. And it's weird that I don't see more people complaining about that. Hmm. I mean, you can't really fight. These days, because, you know. Yeah. So, all you fashion designers out there, yeah. pockets. Pockets are cool. Pockets for women. The more, the better. Mm. I've got... I have six pockets on this outfit I'm wearing. It's great. Are they all on the front? No, they're on... Two on the front, <laughs> two on the back, two in the side, because they're jackets. Incredible. Yeah. I actually have some good pockets on me at the moment, but that's because they're pyjamas. Mm-hmm. Uh, it doesn't really make much sense to me. None of the only pajamas I have that do actually have pockets in. Can, but can I fit a phone in? Yes. Does the phone still stick out the fucking top? Yes. Does That's it fall bad. out when I sit down? Yes. They're not good. Deeper pockets. Fashion designers do as well as the almighty term has done with this yes. fic. At least try and no, meet that standard. Yeah, but if they do that, it means that the whole of your body will be covered apart from your tits and mini. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Like, yeah, can't argue with that. Yeah, you'll have pockets, but like, what's the point? Have pockets, but your boobs will be falling out every second. <laughs> ah. Well, it has been since um, 2016, so, God. What are you on about? When this fic was finished. Oh, I thought you were talking about tits falling out. <laughs> it's been 2016 <laughs> since my... Last time my tits fell out of my shirt, it was 2016. No. Um, <laughs> I, I I don't see a sequel yet. Tim, please. <laughs> if you're out there and you still do this fanfic stuff, then, yeah. Write the sequel and we will read it. Absolutely. I think... I feel like Tim has returned to his home planet now. <laughs> Tim has left to return to his own (laughs) (laughs) Shows up, writes probably one of the finest crack fix we've read so far. (laughs) Refuses to elaborate and leaves. leaves. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, well, I'll. Yeah. I'll write to them now we've finished and say thank you. Please write more. Even if it's not this, I just want to see you writing more things. Yeah. Because you have a way with words. Like, there's a... You just have this way of writing an incredibly serious and dramatic scene and then just suddenly someone whips their dick out. This is the thing, like, usually, usually, reading Mary Sue's is dull as fuck. Yeah. (laughs) 
This is a good Mary and Sue. Amelia Rose is my favorite Mary Sue. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, she is. Who's yeah, your second is. favorite Mary Sue? Oh, um... is it something from one of your Daniel Steele books? <laughs> <laughs> I think they're not mine. They would be Sophie's. Oh. Of course. <laughs> That's my story. I'm sticking to it. I think for me, it's probably Bella. Yeah. Well, she's a famous one, isn't she? Yeah. Hmm. But also not an intentional one. <laughs> well, who other Mary Sues are we aware of? Does Ken count as a Mary Sue? Well, I don't know. I think even he was still quite well written, considering. Yeah. Oh, in the film, absolutely. But pre pre Barbie movie, I think Ken was probably a Mary Sue. Oh, I feel like all the Barbies were fucking Mary yeah. Sue's. They're just fucking useless. Okay, Barbie might be my favourite Mary Sue. Because, hmm. I mean, she is by very definition, like, the capable at everything. And. And good at nothing. Yeah. yeah good at everything. Yeah. Yeah, but, like, you know what I mean? On paper. Yeah, good. she's not just good, she's counts, excellent at everything. When it comes to just being, I don't know, like, competent, it just goes out the window. Yeah. She's so clumsy. Mm. All that shit. Well, <laughs> I don't know. Okay, oh, Barbie's know. probably my favourite Mary Sue in that case, after Amelia Rose. Yeah. Yeah, Amelia Rose Perfect. takes top prize. Oh, actually, spot. my second favourite Mary Sue is Ebony Darkness to Mentor Evan Ware. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Valid oh, choice. Okay. Good choice. I, is there anything we want to say before we say goodbye to this fic? Potentially forever. What the fuck do we say? <laughs> <laughs> what can you oh, say? Oh, no, I, we talked about this in. I, well, I talked about this to Nick briefly. We need to do like an 80s style sports ending where, of like what we're all doing now. Only it's going to go oh, something like this. Right. Grace went to therapy. James went to therapy. Nick went to therapy. <laughs> With like a little montage and some sporty music. Yeah. Almighty Tim is now serving life for his crimes against literature. <laughs> 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 and once he was assaulted from those crimes, he went on to write the best piece of work known to man <laughs> <laughs> to atone for his crimes. Oh, wow. I've been told that if you write a good book in prison, you can have like your your sentence cut short. Oh, really? Oh, wow. Yeah, the guy who wrote this like historical like, thing on Dracula got time off. Do you think like, that's... He had, he had sex with, with two underage girls and, oh. like, he got six months taken off for writing about fucking Dracula. Okay, here's my theory. If one person can write something really good and get time reduced, maybe Chuck, maybe this is what Chuck Dingle's been up to all this time. He's been in prison? Yeah, he's... Yeah, he's... He, if he just writes so much, eventually something is going to be good enough that he can get out of jail. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why he writes with such volume and quantity. The same goes for Stephen King. He keeps putting books out. Maybe it's because he's in I'm prison sure... and he's trying to like <laughs> escape. I'm sure. I'm sure that's not that's not what's happening. <laughs> I don't know. Before we before we start accusing people of going to You're prison right, for yeah. months, crimes and shit. You know what I mean? Yep. Uh, no, that's fair. Chuck Tingle's only crime is being too ga too damn good at what he does. However, pro tip for all you budding out outlaws out there. No. Pro tip for pro tip for all your budding authors out there. You need time to write the book? Go to prison. Commiss a crime. 
<laughs> it's rent free, free food. <laughs> it, you'll have time to focus on your art. <laughs> free food for the most part. Yeah, three square meals a day. Ah, I mean, no. Eating I'm gonna... cock is also free, but that's a part of it. I'm going to do a... <laughs> I want to add a caveat here. Commit a crime in Norway. Have you seen Norwegian prison? It's great. Yeah, but you'll get sent back to the UK. Oh, no. Yeah, if you're not Shit. Norwegian, you will be deported. Shit. Sorry, you're British. You oh, don't get that luxury. No. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, but Norwegian prison looks so good. It looks... Oh, there's been a compilation I've seen of Norway. Mm. Is it a Norwegian prison or is it like a fucking £1,000 month flat? Yeah, I've seen that one. Room in London. <laughs> yeah. And like, oh my God, I'd rather go to prison than like pay live a grand to live in London. <laughs> oh, fucking hell. You know what? Maybe if Missy ruled it with her army of dildos, London would yeah. be a nicer place with cheaper rent. It's no less plastic than it already is. Yeah. Plus, you'd think all the times London's been destroyed or threatened to be destroyed by the enemies of Doctor Who, you'd think it'd be cheaper. Yeah, I wouldn't want to live in a. Yeah. To be fair, rather going to prison than going to London is a sentiment that can be echoed by a lot of Northerners everywhere. <laughs> that's very true. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I think that can be echoed by a lot of Londoners as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You do have to be a special kind of person to enjoy London. Hmm. Like, a very rich one. Yeah, either rich or resilient. It's just hit me that um, Clara did stay dead as well. Yeah. Oh yeah, shit. Clara's well, just actually just dead. <laughs> Straight up. <laughs> I don't think Ryan was dead, but he is just stuck where he is. Yeah, he's stuck somewhere. Oh, no, because the place was going to blow up. So... Yeah, but it did. No, it did, but David Tennant rescued them. Oh. But I don't think David's... I don't think Mr. Tennant would have rescued Ryan. Yeah, there is beef. So, Ryan's dead. <laughs> so she just left him Ryan for dead. Yeah. Wow. So you know how Amelia Rose is now pregnant? Oh, or got harbouring Christopher yeah. Eccleston. <laughs> or harbouring Christopher Eccleston. <laughs> but it, if she's pregnant, do you reckon that they're going to do a whole Clara thing with the whole sort of Melody Pond storyline? The baby is Clara. Oh. The uh, baby is Clara. Oh, nah. Oh that seems. I don't think silly. so. Plus does the... it seem silly? Plus, the baby <laughs> is either going to be does half statue. It does silly. seem silly. <laughs> Plus, the baby's either going to be half statue, half forgettable face, half, half Dalek, half, Dalek, half um, Bertie Bassett. Yeah. Um. <laughs> God, who else is there? there? There was just so many. Yeah. I want to say Absorbal off or... Yeah, potentially half, half Peter Kay. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we'll never know. Oh, oh, oh there's an idea for a sequel. Oh, no. There's, all, there's always those films about, like, three potential dads getting together to track down the mum and be like, Oh, oh my who's God, the it's going to be Mamma Mia. <laughs> yeah, it's Mamma Mia, but a road trip. <laughs> With all the Doctor Who monsters that could have knocked up Amelia Rose, as they all track down oh, Amelia no. to ask. They're all once just and for in Gallifrey all. with Hawaiian shirts doing musicals and <laughs> yes. and shit. Oh, and Pierce Brosnan will be in it. Yeah. As yeah. a Dalek. It started with an intergalactic child support letter. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Mamma Mia, but Doctor Who. That's, that's got to be the next step. 
<laughs> or anything you want to write, Tim. I don't care. Yeah, write it and we will read it. Exactly. Because this has just been... Yeah. It's been really something. I know. So, we might do one more fanfics and chill this year. It depends on our schedule. I need to figure that out. I think next year we're just going to move to an as and when rather than a strict schedule. Unless we find something massive we want to read, like we have this year. We will okay. see. I think I'd rather have some of my weekends back and have like a less intense editing schedule. So, yeah. We'll, so, yeah, we'll move to yeah, as and when. This is it. We've been going for three years now. And apart from like having a month off at the beginning of the year, uh, we have been hitting it rather mm-hmm. hard. It's fine. But, yeah, I think that's all we need to say for this. Thank you to everyone who made it this far as well. I hope you enjoyed this journey as much as uh, as we did. Mm. If there's anything you'd like us to read, our diary is looking a lot more empty now that we've read through all of this. Yep. So, why not write in to the fanshippingforecast at gmail.com? You can contact us on Instagram at fanfixandchill. On Tumblr, we're the shipping forecasters, I want to say. I can't remember off the top of my head. Shipping forecast, not shipping forecasters. No, I think on Tumblr, we're the shipping forecasters, because the shipping forecasters... We are are the forecasters, because, yeah, the shipping forecast was taken by... By bastards. (laughs) By the actual (laughs) shipping forecast. By talentless hacks that don't read as good as us. Which... Which... A very old uh, traditional institution, which we have been mistaken for... At one point, when the have, yeah. when the canal was closed. Sure oh, that thinking. Vietnamese shipping company. Yeah, yeah. They who followed us on Tumblr? Yeah. Yeah, but <laughs> fuck knows what's going on there. Yeah. Bless them. What, the, uh, what was the place? Oh, the Suez Canal. The Suez Canal. Yeah, that's it. We did a whole episode on it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, until we um, read some more fix, I can tell you all about in day. Detail, uh, boiler house practice intermediate grade from the College of Fuel Technology. To confirm, we are the shipping forecasters. Grace, what are you on about? Coal preparation, coal cleaning. What are you talking about? Ah, so, oh, it's just a, it's just what we can talk about until we get a fix. I uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> We're not doing a podcast on coal preparation. Middlings. One is in the ash that is distributed throughout the lump. I'm going to hit mute, mute on Grace now. Good night, everyone. <laughs> Good night and look out for Nick's train facts in the very near future. If you want to edit that yourself, you're more than welcome. <laughs> okay, that, oh, that'll oh do. Boy. Good night, everyone. Good night. Good night.